With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. The waters of rest He restores my soul Though I walk through the valley Thou art with me Thou preparest me today Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim Newsom. This is Truth in the Word on Biblical News Report Talk Radio. It's the 23rd day of May 2020. We're broadcasting you today from North Central West Virginia. I'm going to continue on today in the book of Hebrews, chapter 3, beginning with verse 7, talking about the evil heart of unbelief. The Word of God says that it's impossible to please God unless you believe Him. You must believe that He is, and He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Father, we ask you, Lord, to bless your word as it goes forth. You said it won't come back void. But will do that, what you sent it to do. You know, every person that's going to listen to this broadcast, you see every need in their life, and we ask you to minister to them today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. <clears throat> Hebrews 3, last time we talked about how Christ was better than who Moses, uh, better than all the sacrificial systems, better than the blood of bulls and goats and lambs. And the, the Holy Spirit is going to talk to us today. Of course, he's always talking to us in the Word of God. But the writer of the book, which I believe is Paul, um, says that the Holy Ghost says. The Bible says you can't say Jesus Christ is Lord unless you do it through and by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, the what? Third person of the Trinity, that is very, very prevalent in the world today to those that will that will listen to him, will receive him. He's the one that leads, that guides, that teaches, that comforts, that even rebukes, and the one that leads us to the Lord and Savior, who Jesus Christ. So <clears throat> Hebrews chapter three, verse seven. Hebrews chapter three, verse seven. Wherefore as the Holy Ghost saith or says, today, if you ye will hear his voice. Jesus said in what the book of what revelation, let everyone that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. So much talk today. So much talk being done supposedly in the name of the Lord. But the Bible says there's one spirit. Can Christ be divided? The Word of God says that there's no way that he can. When they, when they uh, 
they uh, sat down and talked to him and said, we believe you're casting out devils by who Beelzebub. And he said, what the, who Beelzebub is not divided. His kingdom is not divided. He said, the house divided will not stand. So Christ is not going to say two different things. When the Holy Spirit speaks according to the word of God, the Bible says out of the mouths of two or three, he will confirm his word. There are many spirits operating today, believe me. They're on every corner. Uh, they're, <laughs> they, are, they are speaking through every access that we know today, and we are full of, of, of lots of forms of media. But there's only one Holy Spirit, and he speaks one thing, and it's according to the word of God, and his word will be confirmed. <clears throat> so the writer says, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost says today, if you will hear his voice, or hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. In Psalms 95, verse 7, For he is our God, and we are the people of, of what? His pasture. And the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice. And this is going to repeat a lot of what... Of, you know, what the writer says in this particular chapter. Harden not your heart as in the day of provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my work 40 years, 40 years long as I grieved with this generation and said, is this a people that do err in their heart? They have not known my ways. My, my, that's what it says there. They have not known my ways unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. So is there many ways? Yes, there's many ways preached, but the Bible only points to one. Okay. <clears throat> so listen to what the Spirit has to say. Listen to what the Spirit has to say. And what's the Spirit saying today? Remember in chapter 1, the Word of God says, in sundry times of days past, that God spoke through his prophets, but now he speaks only through his Son, Jesus Christ, the New Testament, Jesus Christ revealed the Old Testament, Jesus Christ concealed. We read both with understanding, with right when we rightly divide the word of truth. So verse 8, I'm going to repeat what it says in Psalms. Harden not your hearts, harden not your hearts, as in the what? Provocation, or when the people of God provoke God in the day of temptation in the wilderness okay so the Bible says James says count it all joy when you are tempted with divers temptations so temptation is a part of the Christian life temptation is not sin but yielding is and temptation makes us stronger if we if we activate the word of God in our lives. The Bible says, I think as Peter said, be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, goes about seeking whom he can destroy and seeking whom he can devour. That's what we call conspiracy scripture. Because the enemy, the Bible declares, has wiles. And the Bible says he has many of them. Deceit being at the top of that list. And yes, these powers of darkness do 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 what conspire against man's mankind against God's uh, 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 prime creation? We were made a little lower than the angels, and God is mindful of us. 
And he done everything that he's going to do to save man by sending Jesus Christ to the cross. He says, harden not your hearts. The Bible says, guard your heart. For out of the heart proceeds the issues of life. Out of the heart proceeds the fountain of life, whether it be poison or whether it be good, clean water. Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So what flows out of us? What produces our fruit? Is it poisonous, blackened water? That which is fed by the powers of darkness? Or is it is it clean water that comes from the Holy Ghost? Harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and in the day of temptation in the wilderness. So don't provoke God. Don't tempt God. Amen. When the Lord when the Lord was in the wilderness being tempted, a saint in the Bible declares, he said at one point, he said, He said, Thou shalt not, it is written, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Verse 9, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works for 40 years, <laughs> making a way from the time that the Red Sea was split and the people crossed over, the Bible declares, on dry land and looked back and saw their enemies being drowned. That Jesus Christ is our is our way, is our truth, is our high priest, who's never lost a battle, who has already won the battle at the cross, over death, hell, and the grave, over sickness, disease, and over sin. So he says, "Harden not your hearts, as in the day when they provoke God, in the day of temptation." And more times they yielded. Forty years it took them to get to the promised land, which the Bible declares, and history declares, was a short a short journey, maybe a couple of days. But because of unbelief, listen to me, because of the un what the heart of unbelief that the Word of God calls evil. One thing God does require of us is faith, for without faith. It's impossible to please God. You must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Verse 9. I'm sorry, verse 10. Verse 9. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works for 40 years. Verse 10. Wherefore I was grieved... Listen, with that generation and said, they do always err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. Hmm. Have not known my ways. So you know what it says in the Word of God that not all entered in, not even Moses. But a whole generation was left in the wilderness, and the generation that was after them entered in because the older generation would not and did not believe God. You have to believe him. You have to believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. You have to believe he's the son of God. 
You have to believe that the Word of God is inspired. You can't take nothing away or add nothing to, according to what the Word of God says. You have to study to show yourself approved, workman, and you thought to be ashamed, knowing that Scripture confirms Scripture. And this Word is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. The word quick means alive. Alive. He says they always err in their heart. The heart, the foundation, the belief system. The part of us that God deals with, the inner man. The part that that when we read the scriptures will set into our heart, take root in our heart if we're allowed to do such. One plants and one waters, but God brings the increase. Verse 11. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not, shall not enter into my rest. Point blank. So what he's saying here, that is, if, if we have an evil heart of unbelief, there's no way that we can receive the blessings of God. His salvation, his healing, his deliverance. Unbelief cuts all that off. And, and, and they call it an evil heart. An evil heart. And he says, in my wrath. So we see here, the Bible says that children of God in the New Testament says that we are not appointed to wrath. Tribulation, yes. Yes. Temptation, yes, but not to wrath. Now, the Bible declares at the end of this age that there's coming a tribulation period. After the rapture of the church, there's coming a seven-year tribulation when God pours out his wrath on an unbelieving, rebellious world who have rejected Jesus Christ as Lord. That's who the wrath is poured, the unbelievers who Right now, as I speak, across airways all over this country and all over this world, people are laughing and lampooning the Word of God. Laughing about the man called Christ Jesus. Denying his very name. And there are those who have a form of godliness, the Bible says. A form of God, denying the power thereof. And Paul said, from such things, turn away. So many teach today that it's not important of your belief system, but the Bible says it is important. He says, they did not know my ways. Now, what's the way of God? Let me read it to you. Hebrews 1, verse 1. God, who sundry times in divers manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days, now, in 2020, spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. How's he speaking? Is he speaking through Old Testament ways? Is he speaking through the law? Are all those things important? Yes, they certainly are. But they were all fulfilled in Christ. So today, he speaks through Jesus Christ. The song says, do you know him today? Please don't turn him away. 
So he says, you can't get in, enter my rest when you don't know my ways. And the Bible says, the ways of the Lord are not our ways. The thoughts of the Lord are not our thoughts. He is so far above us. Way, 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 way above us. The knowledge and the revelation we have is granted to us through His Spirit. Now, people can make up stuff and form their own doctrines and opinions, but true revelation only comes through the Spirit of God and through the Word of God. And the Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And the first thing we need to know is, who is Jesus Christ? Who is this man that the Bible talks about from Genesis to Revelation? Yes, from what Genesis to Revelation? He's in the Old Testament too. We said many times concealed. But in the New, he's certainly revealed through the Gospels, through all the letters that Paul wrote, Peter, John. All these great men of God, they pointed towards Jesus Christ. And I point towards him today telling you that he's the only way. Well, I'll grow close to something that's close to that. No. Because everything else is a counterfeit. He's the real thing. He's the son of God. He says, you're not going into my rest. So what do you believe in today? Actually, what is your belief system? We all need to ask ourselves that question. What do we believe in? Well, I don't believe in anything. Well, no, you, you believe in something. Amen. Something heads up your belief system. Something is at the pinnacle of your belief system. Who and what is it? Ask yourself that question today. Well, I believe in my church. Okay. I believe in my preacher. Well, respect him, certainly. But he's not your salvation. And your church isn't either. There's one church. The church of Jesus Christ. The church of the living God. Who Jesus purchased with his own blood. One body, one Lord, one baptism. Verse 12. Now it gives a warning here. It says, Take heed, lest there be in any of you, there's the word, an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Wow. Take heed. And unbelief is a stubborn refusal to trust in the truth his word brings. And he says you have an evil heart if you don't believe in Christ. And that word evil there means diseased or more morally corrupt, derelict, even vicious. Now, Isaiah 1, verse 5. Why should you be stricken anymore? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick. The whole heart is faint. From the sole of the foot even into the head, there's no soundness in it. But wounds and bruises and putrefying sores, they have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mollified 
with ointment. This is God speaking to his people, Israel. And he's speaking today to us as church. Why should you be stricken anymore with unbelief, with forms and fashions, with the types? Why don't we grab a hold of the real thing in these last days? An evil, a corrupt, an unbalanced heart of unbelief. A double-minded man is unstable in all of these ways. So he says, take heed, listen, be warned that a that a evil heart of unbelief will take you down a path that you don't want to go. Learn of this man, Christ Jesus. I've said it a lot of times, and I'll say it again today, he, he is going to rule the entirety of this universe. He does now, basically. The saints in for time and the season, the word of God declares is the God of this world. But that's not going to be forever. That's temporal, according to what the word of God says. And I believe the word of God. So God, in his wisdom and his knowledge, far above us, brings things to pass as he brings things to pass. Brings things in order as he brings things in order. Amen. Crosses every he dots every eye. God is still in control, even though the world looks out of control. So we've got to look past the chaos and the confusion and, and the fear and the dread. Look under the author. We just scripture again, the author and the finisher of our faith. That word author is authority of our faith. So Jesus said upon this rock, and if you study that word, that's great solid foundation, bedrock. In other words, that which cannot be moved, whereby he is the chief cornerstone of the church. Verse 13. But exhort, listen, exhort, lift up one another, how many times? Daily. While it is called today, lest any of you be hardened, listen, through the deceitfulness of sin. Or accepting and believing a lie. Now, a lot of doctrines going around today that it's okay to sin. You're, that you are covered by grace. Certainly, grace is in effect. But the Bible says, "Shall you sin that grace may abound?" God forbid. Amen. Romans six says that we have been set free from sin. That sin no longer has control and reign in our lives, according to the Word of God. So we overcome sin by yielding ourselves to the plan of God and hardening not our hearts against his plan, and his plan is Jesus Christ. He's the answer today to our sin problem, to men's depression, oppression, to men being bound in areas of their lives. The answer today is not religion, but Jesus Christ and him crucified. He says lest you harden your heart through the deceitfulness, the prime weapon that Satan uses is deception. Jesus talked about it in the Mount, in the Mount Olive Discourse. Take heed that no man deceive you. 
Paul wrote in Romans 1.28, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. That's the other side of not allowing your heart to be followed by the Spirit and by the power of God. If you harden your heart, it's always done through the deceitfulness of sin. The deceitfulness of sin. Which causes an evil heart of unbelief. There again, self-inspection. There again, allowing, turning ourselves towards the Holy Ghost and allowing the the floodlight of the Spirit to shine on us and letting the Holy Spirit dissect us and point out to us the weaknesses in our lives. A checkup, so to speak, spiritually, to get ourselves checked up spiritually or checked spiritually. So that spirit of deceitfulness is the spirit of Antichrist, which is against Christ, and will always preach and teach and point to another Jesus, which is so what relevant today. Not everybody that says, Lord, Lord, will enter in. Only he that does the will of the Father. And the will of the Father is to believe upon the name of Jesus Christ. In these last days, he speaks to his Son, Jesus Christ. Verse 14. For we are made partakers of Christ if we, listen, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast until the end. In other words, we finish well. I've heard it said, and I believe, and I've said it, that we are not in a sprint, but we are in a marathon. He that finishes well. Paul said, I've run my race. I've kept the faith. I've finished what God has laid before me. So we keep it steadfast to the end. In other words, we don't give up. Keeping our eyes upon Jesus Christ and him, him while crucified. In the same book, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith, listen, without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. He is faithful that promised. Deceitfulness is sin. But God wants to keep us steadfast until the end. Paul said, I'm persuaded that nothing shall separate me from the love of God. And these are the times that we are living in that's going to pry people away from God. And it depends what foundation you're standing on. If you're all about church and men, listen, I believe in church. But I believe there's one church. And I believe I believe we live in a world where there's different churches. I understand all that. But... Praise God, the basics is that there's one church, one body, one Lord, and one baptism. We've got to get our eyes off, off of what denominations and men. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not against denominations. But when, when an organization would try to override, if they do this, the basics of Christ, and try to name themselves the head, and there's a problem. Jesus is the head of the church. We are the body. And certainly keep your eyes off of men. Because men, and when I say men, I mean mankind, have feet of clay, every one of us. 
Don't get your eyes on people. Keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. We are made protectors of Christ if we hold the beginning of our cough set fast until the end. Verse, verse 15. For while this said, today if you will hear the voice, harden not your hearts as in the day of provocation or when the children of God provoke God to anger. Harden not your hearts. There's that word again. As in the provocation, when they provoke God. So, the writer of this book, which, which like I said, I believe is Paul, is, is, is telling the people to put their confidence only in Jesus Christ. And don't let your heart be hardened. <clears throat> Life, in general, has the ability, if we let it, to harden our hearts. To place within us a bitter and a wrong spirit. Bitter waters, which will kill us spiritually and physically too. Verse 16. For someone they had heard did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. In the book of Numbers, chapter 14, verse 2, And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, and the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we have died in the wilderness? In other words, why did you bring us out here? Why did you bring us out here? Not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. Verse 17, but with whom was he grieved 40 years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? So what? what's the end result of unbelief? Death. So unbelief is sin, and the wages of sin is death. The Bible says that God was grieved with these people for 40 years. Most of them didn't turn. Most of them didn't enter into the promised land because of unbelief. And and the word of God says their carcass or the bodies fell in the wilderness. So unbelief caused the deaths of approximately, history records, 2 million people because of unbelief. Verse 18 and to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest? He used that word a lot, rest today. But to them that believed not. To them that believed not. So they lost everything because of unbelief. And, those, and we today can lose everything because of unbelief. Because our belief system is not founded on the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Use the scripture again. Look unto him, the author and the finisher of our faith. Verse 19. So we see that they could not enter in because of what? Unbelief. 
So what, what, what kept them out of the promised land? What keeps us from receiving the blessings of God? <coughs> Excuse me. Unbelief. Unbelief. The song says, do you know him today? Please don't turn him away. So once again, we need to let the Holy Ghost do an inspection. We need to check out our belief system. What's it, what's it grounded on? What's it rooted in? What fruit is it bringing forth? Does your belief system point towards Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ only? Very important. Very important. So how dangerous? How dangerous is unbelief? Well, it'll kill you. <laughs> it will kill you. Because if, if your belief system is in something other than the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then you've got a problem. You've got a problem. So search out your own salvation with trembling and with fear. And make sure that you're where you need to be with God. That your eyes are fixed upon Jesus Christ today. And if it's not, only you and the Holy Spirit can figure that out. Well, basically the Holy Spirit figures it out. You just got to obey. And let the Spirit of God move you in the right direction. We're living in an hour and a day when it's so important to know that you know that you know that all is right between you and God. Because uh, you've heard it for years, but the fact is Jesus is coming very, very, very soon. What day, what hour, I don't know. No man knows. I repeat that. No man knows. But the Bible says you'll know that it's close by the signs of the times. That we are not the children of darkness, but the children of light that we should know. Look around and see that the Bible's coming to pass. And simply accept Christ as Lord. Simply accept Him as Lord of your life. In the book of Romans, Paul wrote in chapter 10, verse 9, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, and for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Bible tells us to repent, to denounce all evil, ask him to be Lord of our lives, turn from evil. If the, if the Spirit of God would reveal in, in, in any of us an evil heart of unbelief, then ask him to remove it, that we might have the revelation and the light that Jesus Christ brings. This is no time to walk in darkness spiritually. 
You got to know who he is. You got to know that he saved you. You got to know he delivered you and he will deliver you. You got to know he's your healer, your deliverer. Your incoming, your outgoing, a present help in the time of trouble. You got to believe these things today. They're so important. Father, we Lord, thank you for your word today, and we just ask you in Jesus' name. Lord, you said it won't come back, Lord, with you, what you sent it to do. I'm going to ask you today to save and heal and deliver and set free. And you know every need and every situation, every circumstance. You see every struggle today. I'm going to ask you, Lord, to Lord, that you would what intercede in these people's lives. Bring deliverance. And help us all today not to be blinded by an evil heart of unbelief. Keep us in these last hours. Teach us in these last hours. Lead us and guide us in these last hours. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh. All right.